0: i right, to come-
1: Hello and welcome, this is PSG Review, the show acclimatizing to the new season like our beloved Paris Saint-Germain in Japan right now, also known as the show getting the job done like the team did in their first friendly in the Far East. My name is Miko. great to have you with us right now and today we have a great show for you. We talk all things about the PSG Japan Tour, the match against Kawasaki Frontale as well as the transfer news and I'm not here by myself today. We have Nico from the PSG Fan Club Japan. You might have heard him before in the Parisian Londoners live Instagrams. I always recommend what those guys do. And I also do recommend PSG Talk as well. Of course, we are having a lovely ecosystem that is growing of PSG analysis and conversation in English as well. And that is also really great. But what an honor to have Nico with us. How are you doing in the midst of the PSG Japan Tour 2022?
0: Well, I mean... uh busy as you can imagine uh we have been all the fans uh we have a lot of activation so basically from welcoming the the players at the hotel when they arrive in tokyo we were there to welcome them at the hotel we were also there at the open practice in tokyo and yesterday we were at the the game today we had the meet and greet so so yeah i will say that it has been very busy for for all the fans especially from from the fan club, because what we try to do is, we try to gather together. We have some dedicated fan zone. Uh, we, we, we meet outside the stadium, then we walk together, go in and we have our banner, which maybe you have seen on PSG medias. And yeah, so we try to to basically support the club. Unfortunately, because of COVID, the, the regulation is, is still very strict in Japan. So you can't really uh, shout, scream or cheer in the stadium right but sometimes you know how can you prevent people from doing that so so there are fans who actually will shout and so we can't but that that's how the rule so basically if you see the yesterday game it was very quiet to be honest because that's how it is. because you know japanese uh people uh it's a very disciplined society They listen. they listen to the rule and for example when i was there on the day to align the fans at the hotel uh, on uh, on sunday at the hotel even when i was talking to the to a psg security guard and and all that they was a like, wow this this is incredible you know you tell them to line up they do line up they would not rush to 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 get signatures you know so even today if you see we were gathering at the park to welcome the players holding the banner nobody went to go and cut the line and you know get autographs so i think this is was very true to the japanese uh you know society that they are very disciplined and they know that if they do anything wrong it will be cancelled and i think that's where the feedback coming from you know uh the, the psg staff was like wow we commend you because we have never seen so fans which are passionate but yet they respect because they care about the players because they don't want to you know uh injured or you know push the player or even not wearing masks maybe transmit COVID to the players, right? So I think that's something that uh that is really good feedback that I receive uh from from the PSG staff. And I think that's kudos to the Japanese fan. And of course, after leaving the stadium, you know, they will they will clean the stadium, you know, cleaning, pick up picking up the trash, making sure that, you know, everything is great. So so yeah. So it has been great, busy so far, but you know, we still have uh uh two games to go, two friendly games. Uh, and one open uh, training in in Osaka, so definitely a lot of, uh, and of course the welcome uh, ceremony at, at at the hotel in Osaka. So yeah, definitely will will be able to uh, to to have more things for our fans, and looking forward to that.
1: It's been really impressive, like to to an outsider outsider to Japanese culture, uh, as I am. It, it's been really impressive to see. What you are saying is very true, and it really comes across from the club media. From you see it online, all the videos, and even all the the practices and and, and all that stuff. That that discipline, that respect, and that's that that's a really beautiful thing to to see. And 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 like even said, cleaning cleaning out, out after at the stadium. That's these are just uh, wonderful things. I am I am really happy to hear about them. Tell me, you were today. You had also a, a kind of meet and greet with some of the players. Do you want to talk to me a little bit about that?
0: Yeah, today we uh, we we were the fan club was um, the members uh, was invited to 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 some meet and greet. So uh, in the afternoon, uh, some of us actually had the the chance to actually to to meet uh, the five players uh, and uh, and one uh, legend. So we we had a chance to meet Neymar, Donnarumma, uh, Danilo, Sarabia, and uh, and uh, and Kali, uh Uh, and the legend was Patrick Mboma because he he used to play for Gamba Osaka in Japan and of course former PSG player so they came and and uh we were interacting with them at the at the arcade playing games playing baby food playing basketball and playing the, the crawler machine so it was fun and i think and also the the cars you know they were racing so i tell you the the players i think they were really having fun they were like even competing among themselves so, and i think for our for our fan club members that was really great to see them up close face to face and and and, and basically having fun so that was one and then after that in the afternoon there was another meet and greet for uh, with other fans also the fan club so we gathered at at the uh, at the park which was located next to the hotel where the players are staying, uh so we we took a picture with them group picture uh, and uh, with the banner also there was a demonstration of uh, some free st- some Japanese freestyler with them, with so yeah it was good and and you know you know as all of us are very excited to see those players but. Again, uh, you know, they were very, you know, disciplined, uh, we were all lining up, we were all waiting for our turns and, and yeah, so again, that was great. And I think when you will see the, the, the videos, which I'm sure uh, by the time that this podcast will be online, you will see them on on media on the media, you will see that, well, you know, that, that's what happened. And, and I think that that's great. And, and yeah, so this was something, so it was a very uh, memorable day for our, 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 our f- uh, fan club members. That I think they will remember for the rest of the li- of their life, and yeah, it was good, and and we were happy also to to be able to to show them a bit about you know, uh, you know Japanese, you know the games, you know the hockey which is so famous, I guess. You no, know, I mean for Japan, so yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's very funny when you mentioned that they were even quite competitive. That is the mad thing about this uh, professional athletes. I don't know if you can even get to the top without being like incredibly competitive. There's not like a. There's, there's nothing that they can do without competition it seems to me uh, that 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 that's something that is part and parcel of this whole experience but tell me about them um, about the players that you, you got to meet because a lot of us don't really get to meet these players so up and up close and personal um, did your uh, did your uh, opinion change about any of the players Were they as you would have imagined or or what you have gathered from 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 the press or so how how were they
0: no i think how the press is i think For example i think like you said about the competitiveness i mean i have seen that they are all competitive you know having fun like for example when they were racing you know on those on those machine cars they were really trying to you know to to be the first one yeah but i would say for me the most competitive player was actually Neymar you know Neymar was shooting the basketball and really challenging for example Sarabia to do better than him so really you could see that he was really into that and even we needed to move to the next station he was really shooting basket and trying to get a better score and re- really so focused so fans wanted to take picture but he was so focused to 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 aim the ball in the in the basket so yeah I mean it's is uh, it, really competitive and and yeah so so it tells us that you know these players are Competitive in everything uh, they do, right? So, so um, really, yeah.
1: That's how that's how they got so far as, as as they got. I mean, of course, you need talent, and of course, you need discipline, and of course, you need all these things. But, but I think that the competitive nature is is the is the thing that 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 is one of the key factors.
0: Exactly, and then I think also, if I may add, I mean, I, I myself was one of my first time to meet the players up close, and for example. I, I do play football, so, uh, soccer, football socially myself, and I'm a goalkeeper, right? So so imagine I'm 1.72. So when I was standing next to Donnarumma, uh, <laughs> you know, he's 1.96 something meters, right? Yeah. Huge. And, you know, huge. And, you know, so huge, tall. And I was like, dude, now I can understand, you know, when he was making save, how can, you know, from the center he can reach the goalpost. So it's really uh impressive you know impressive you know when you see those players next to you then you imagine that well you know how how big they how tall how huge they are when you see them on tv you know even danilo when i was standing next to him he's also huge you know so so yeah so it, it's something that you know it, it it's really let's say um you know amazing to see those players and, and yeah, and, yeah.
1: How much? How much has this tour and this everything around it, all these different events, and, and just the the knowledge of that it is coming before it was coming? How much has it uh, impacted your fan club in Japan? Is it uh, you? You've had a lot of interest, I, I suppose, from the local people.
0: Yeah, I mean, we had a lot of interest, uh, as I can tell you. Uh, you know, once the tour was announced, I mean, from the, some, few members from the fan club myself and other we knew. So of course we, we could not. But of course we wanted to basically uh, make sure we have a uh, recruit as many members. So we make numerous announcements on on Twitter, on Facebook, saying that oh well we are here. So we got members. Uh, which I think then, you know, we basically tell them, to look, join the club and, you know, there will be events and and all that. And, and we make sure that we get real funds. Like, for example, one of the criteria that we we, we that, uh, you know, our leader, uh, Ayusa did was that we need to write a motivation letter of 200 words to say why you like PSG, how you know PSG, what is your first memory of PSG? And also we make them sign an identity form. To make sure that you know if you misbehave or they wear a non-psg jersey at events you will be out because we won you know so of course we we got uh, a lot of members so we had events uh before that so people turn up help so that was great without the knowledge that the that the club uh, was coming to 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 japan so then of course when the announcement was made you can imagine the whole of japan was starting to become psg fan you know so now, of course, some are real fans that didn't know about the fan club, but some who was just fine because they like a particular player, you know, if a Macy fan, a Neymar fan, or, or Ramos fan, right? Yeah. Uh, and then they want to join the fan club. So basically, then we, we needed to. To be fair. And I think that's where we, the fan club, we discuss with the, you know, with uh, the executive or the, the people, uh, you know, in, in, in Paris to tell them what should we do. And we all agree that we need to give priority, fair play to those members who was there in the beginning and we give priority to them. So if we, if when we have events and if we have limited space and if there's still space open, then we give to the, to the rest. So it was really a cut up date because I think that's, that was important to give uh you know uh, some kind of recognition uh, to those fans that are real fans who, who join us but of course you know we, we we welcome everybody but of course if we can bring all the fans to all events that would be great but we can't because we don't we can't we, we are given so much allocation we can't get everyone right so so yeah so basically it has been booming even now on our uh, instagram our twitter account and facebook relief we have now a lot of followers uh, people are tagging us great we we are here to 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 basically support and share any picture you want uh and yeah and, and and that's the thing so now unfortunately now you know all events have been planned we have everything so now if we i'm sure that now we are getting a lot a lot of requests for for membership so of course we will welcome them and, and hopefully we really hope that our fans who will join our members we, we, we will stay you know, because it's very good that you, you join the fan club now in the tour, but doesn't mean that when PSG leave Japan, you don't, you no longer become a fan. So because for us, we will continue to organize events for for, for, for the fans. We will try to organize futsal games. We will try to organize, um, you know, live uh, broadcast of games, especially if, let's say, we have an early kickoff because, you know, Champions League games here are like 4 a.m., 3 a.m. So it's very difficult to gather in a public space. Uh, even the league games, or even at that time. So if there are like early, early more early afternoon, you know, games uh, in Europe, that would be great for us because it's our evening. So we will try to gather, uh, and yeah. So for us, we we will continue because we are all fans. We will the fan club is here. We will here to stay, and uh, and we welcome people to apply to become, uh, you know, part of the uh, PSG fan club Japan.
1: Yeah, we're gonna talk about the the, the match yesterday's match just in a moment, but. But uh, what? So, what is the what is the plan now for this? The rest of the tour, there's still two, two matches left. What? What I'm interested in also is that what kind of area are we talking about geographically? Like, how far are these? How? What kind of a geographical area is the club covering? And, and uh, like the team, they're going from Tokyo to Osaka and so on.
0: Okay. So 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 yeah. I think. Uh, I mean. Uh, I think that PSG uh, when they arrange the match. Uh, the teams they choose, I think, the three more popular uh, popular Japanese team from the J League with a very strong uh, fan base. So Kawasaki Frontale is the current J League champion. So yeah, uh, when going to Saitama, which is about one hour, one and a half journey from from Tokyo, that's playing against the Urawa Reds. Diamond, the the Reds uh, also have a big fan base and. And uh, their stadium, uh, the Saitama Stadium, is where they had the semifinal of the World Cup in 2002, if I'm not wrong, right? So that, that's a nice, nice, beautiful stadium. So I, I, And the Reds used to be the AFC champions, you know, meaning that the equivalent of the of UEFA Champions League. So they were the equivalent of the Asian champion many, uh, many years back. So really strong team. And then, of course, when you come to Tokyo, you need to go to Osaka because Osaka... Is of course another, the second biggest city in 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 Japan in the in the Kansai area. So basically, from Tokyo to to Osaka, that's a two hours and a half journey by the has been trained by the Shinkansen. So so that's there, and then there they will play uh, against Gamba Osaka, which is one of the most popular team in that Kansai region. So really, uh, PSG is going to let's say the to to, to places where really uh you know there's strong fan base for the local and as I as you may have already heard all the three matches and the training session are sold out yeah and and the thing is that i'm even amazed because right now the borders of japan is closed to tourism so meaning that for you to come to japan you need to be on business right correct so it means that all the stadium are being filled up by by Japanese fan or or maybe Japanese residents, right? So foreigners who live here or work here. So it's it's really amazing. And maybe something that, Miko, I, maybe I can share with you. You know, typically in Europe or anywhere in the world, when you want to buy tickets to a game, what do you do, Miko? You just go online, try to first come first serve and get
1: tickets, correct? Yes, pretty much, yeah.
0: Pretty much, but in Japan it's different. In Japan, because the the, the demand is so much, you will have lucky draw balloting. It means that on the day that the tickets are released, they will tell you, okay, from today and three days later, these three days, seventy, uh, you know, seventy-two hours, you are able to apply for ballot. So you means you go online, you say, okay, I want to buy X number of tickets for that category. Of course, the the more expensive the ticket, the higher chances, right? Because the low category people will buy. Then you put your credit card, you apply. And then after a few weeks' time, you get an email. You have been lucky or you have been unlucky. And then you keep up. So it means that there are many people in Japan who wants to go to the stadium but did not get tickets. So it just tells you that how it is in Japan. In Japan, sporting events, when you have PSG with so many stars and global brand coming, it sells. And yesterday when I was at stadium, the queue was huge at the market at the, you know, at the merchandising, you know, for example, they launched a few days back, the, the away the Jordan PSG collaboration, the grey one, yeah, cut from some of our, our fans that went to the, to the PSG store in Shinjuku in Tokyo, it's sold out. It all sold out within two days, sold out. So it means yeah. that there could be more, I heard, but I hope they restock. So again, it's, it's, it's incredible. That's how the Japanese are crazy about PSG and, 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 and everything around it, you know?
1: Yeah, I think that they have this kind of a draw system in like a World Cup and and like uh, tournaments like European Championships here, but but when it comes to these club teams, I think that it, this is uh, this is something that that we don't do. So it's really it's really great that you are have, having it there. You you already mentioned about the match match yesterday as we are recording. It was yesterday, so so let's get into it. So it was Kawasaki Frontale, like you mentioned, also J League champion currently. Um, uh, third I think on the, on the table currently and the Japanese league is one of the ones that is now currently on so they are not on the summer break but they are in the mid season so, so you would kind of see that in the match itself that, um, that the host team was very well prepared and they were playing actually quite well, they, they, they were solid defensively they had some good chances going, going forward and and they, they they certainly had that match fitness, which which I think is something that that we we lacked. But um, how was that experience for you at the stadium? You, you in the stadium, you were kind of talking about it a little bit, but 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 when you were there, actually in the stadium, uh, how how was that experience for you guys?
0: Well, I mean, uh, when we went there, we were all sitting together behind the PSG goal, so we had a pair, the PSG fan, fan club zone. So so yeah, we were there. I mean, my first impression was that it's huge it's a very nice stadium a new stadium uh and the way the stadium was built that even you have the back seat because it was inclined you really have a very good view so the stadium was was very new very nice uh and 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 for me but then as I mentioned because of the COVID restriction you're not allowed to sing you're not allowed to chant and all that it was a very weird atmosphere. You know, you could only play drums and all that, but it was very weird atmosphere to be honest. Not the typical uh, football atmosphere you see in Europe, but nevertheless, it was it was you know uh, you know a great game. I think uh, you could tell that that since it was the first game for for PSG for, 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 for them in Japan, it's a bit rusty. You could get and you can tell that uh, that Kawasaki Frontale they they are mid season right, so they were definitely sharper. Uh, they 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 actually got some good chances before uh, before Pierre, before Messi score. So there was a lot of chances they they could not grab it. Uh, they were very dangerous. Uh, uh, like I would say on the left, this player, this Brazilian Marciano was very good always. You know, at the back of Hakimi, so it was great. But he could not take his chances. But I would say that it was it was great game. It was great game to watch. And I, and I think for me, you know. Mbappe was really trying hard. I think if there was anyone who was going to score in the first half was I think for us for me was Mbappe. And of course Messi was, you know, was of course the typical Messi, you know, walking around, look lazy, but actually he was scanning and then, you know the typical Messi turn. Yeah. So that that, that was impressive and good turns, but again I was a bit disappointed with Neymar. Neymar was I don't know. He tried maybe tried too much, you know, a bit rusty, I don't know, but hopefully he will pick up but 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 yeah, that that's maybe. But at least uh, overall, I think what the the supporters or the whole stadium came was we we were about sixty four thousand. That was a record, by the way, for the national stadium. I think people came and they wanted to see those three players, the first team, and I think the the they, they were served because you know the, they they played for the first forty five minutes together and then changes were made. So yeah, I think overall was a good experience. I would say I, 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 yesterday.
1: Yeah, of course, the big thing. For this season that we're looking forward to seeing more is the back three and the new formation all in all, uh, all around the whole pitch. Now, when you watch matches from TV, it, it's a kind of different experience because you see what the director is showing you and you see the angles that, but when you're at the stadium, you get to you can you, you see get a more holistic picture of what's happening on the pitch and, and you can see how the players move, how they respond, even maybe outside of the camera angles, even off the ball where, the, where where the focus is not on. How how did you find this new formation working? How how much work there is still to be done? I mean from TV it looks like like they're very much still learning it, but um, but but how do you feel about that?
0: Yeah, thanks, Miko. I think from the angle, because I was sitting, you know, behind the the goal, so I could really see the formation. So you can really see that they were playing three central defenders, so Kipembe, uh, Marquinhos and Sergio Ramos, right? And then you have on the wing Hakimi and Nuno, Nuno, right?
1: Mendes, yeah.
0: Uh, Yeah, Mendes. So basically, you could really see the, the formation and you could really see that as much as you know they were pushing up you really have the wingers going really all the way up and then then you have you know Kepembe who was moving to more the left and sometimes when they're attacking more on uh, on let's say on Hakimi side actually it became a back four so you can see actually that it's moving because yes you're right from the stadium i could tell that the formation was really how uh, coach Christophe Galtier was saying that they would play three at the back with two strong wingers and then yeah, and then you can see the front three of of Messi, Mbappe, uh, and Neymar, and they, and they were switching positions. Sometimes, you know, uh, N- Messi was dropping deep to get the ball from midfield. Uh, Sometimes was Neymar who dropped. So, so yeah, you could really see. And I think that's that's how I think PSG will play. Uh, 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 and we will be able to see how they will play again. I'm sure they will play the same formation in uh, in Saitama on 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 Saturday. So yeah, it was definitely definitely for me uh it was really different to see this the, the new psg team i mean not new but the psg playing a new formation and being able to see it from the angle in the stadium because you could really tell how the the the, the, the players are moving you know uh whatever so yeah definitely something you can't see on tv
1: yeah yeah absolutely it's like that were there any players I mean you were already mentioning something you Mbappe Messi Neymar you were you were saying something about those guys but were there any players on the pitch that that you specifically observed that were having a, a great match or were showing something interesting how did you find for instance Vitinha but but not necessarily just him I think that there were a couple of interesting players on the pitch
0: yeah I think uh uh a few players caught my eyes i think uh yes i'll call Bitinha because he's new i think was really mo- moving around and, and 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 you know moving around fast and uh you know like a box to box so i think that's great uh, i was also surprised that uh sana you know uh he was actually played the whole game i was very surprised because I think there was rumors of him leaving the club, but yet he started the game in top, uh instead of Virati Parades. So I was very surprised to see him in the starting lab. And even even more surprised when he played the whole game, right? Yeah. So so that was a surprise. But then when 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 uh P&G make it make changes, uh, I think uh this the the, the young uh Zaya uh
1: Emery. yeah,
0: Yeah, Emery the thirty-two. Yeah he caught my eyes because he was playing holding Mitzi like a number 6 so he he was making good passes like, for his age like yeah. so he was really playing as if he was not a TT. he was not like he was like not not you know he was a first team player but it was interesting and i i mean reading in the news that he has big potential so it was great that he was playing. so he caught my eyes definitely and i'm sure he will get more more uh more minutes uh, and then also when uh, in the second half they they had um, Kalimuendo came in. Also, he was like a little, you know, uh, pit bull fighting for every every ball running in the channel and all that. So yeah, really. And then uh, I was, you know, on the if I'm not wrong, on 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 one of the goal was that when there was a very nice uh, interplay when Messi with Bernard, you know, the cross and all that. So that was a very so Bernard, I think it's it's a good actually uh, backup. So it seems that. Nunumene will be the first team, but I think B- B- Bernard one Bernard will give a good give you a good fight because he, he's very calm on the ball and going up and coming back. So so definitely these are some players that caught my eyes and
1: Yeah, I think Bernard has that kind of experience. Um he's he's a little bit older than than some of the players, but but he's he he's he's got a very good eye for the for the game, I think. And and also of course we know from the past he's, he can be quite decisive and when it, when it really matters so that that's really great uh, one of the things i wanted to talk about a little bit is that um something that we can kind of like a little bit observe from tv but the weather conditions seemed quite harsh it seemed that it was even though it was in the evening it was quite hot and humid the players were absolutely soaked in sweat after like 20 minutes of play uh, and that what kind of weather was there and what is the forecast is is this going to be like the whole Uh, japan tour is it going to be quite similar do you think
0: yeah i think uh last week was was like 34 35 degrees celsius so it was really hot that's the summer Uh, and i think even europe you have the heat wave so i think now is a bit better but i think you have temperatures of 32 33 degrees high humidity and that's why yesterday they had water breaks at uh, at the Halfway of each of the half, so so yeah, I think that weather according to the weather forecast. Uh, I think I'm looking now the weather forecast for the next uh, for the next few days. It's going to be like this, and and here in Japan, weather forecast are are really accurate. So I think it's going to be like that. So I think that's definitely something that uh, the players will need to, to 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 get used to it because it's really hot, humid. So hopefully they can hydrate themselves and. Don't get injured or get through because that would be a pity, yeah.
1: Yeah. I think these are the considerations um, that that they have. Also, I think some of the players might react differently to jet lag, which is always more difficult when you're traveling towards east and and, and and so on. So so there are a lot of factors, but um but it was really interesting match I think to see. And we all understand that this is work in progress, so this is not the final product, but but I think it was a it was a a kind of positive uh, positive match nothing too conclusive but it was it, it it was interesting certainly to watch let's talk a little bit about the season to come of course you're not just uh, the the uh, organizing the, the fan club you're also fans so let's talk a little bit about the transfers and things like that and this of course transfer news they keep on changing and some sources are more reliable and some are just after clicks and, and and then the agents and players, they are leaking strategic rumors to the press and so on and so forth. So I personally always wait for the announcement uh, more or less, or then when they are walking, when, the, when, when there's like a video of the player walking at the, the headquarters at the factory, then that's when you kind of know that that something is is definitely happening un- unless something really unexpected happened in the medicals or, or whatever. But now it seems that Skriniar might not happen at all, and Skamaka rumors they have also died down. So those those guys from the city are it might look like they 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 might not come. Of course, that can still change. Renato Sanchez that's something that one day is on, one day is off. But the the there are rumors now that. They could find uh, they could find um, a solution for that, and now the new one is Leipzig. Leipzig's uh, Nordi Mukiele, uh, of course, a defender can also play, kind of like similar profile with Kehrer, a little bit like can play on that on that on that right side and and, and as a central defender. Uh, Kepram Turam, has been that's been mentioned, but I don't think that there's any official offers that have been made made of that uh, and. And and now of course Eketike has come, Vitenia has come, and, and and so on and so forth. How, what are your views on this window so far?
0: I, I think I think the the windows uh, the windows so far. I think uh, I mean uh, I think, honestly speaking, I think uh, it has been good. I will not say great. I think it was quite clear with the duo of Luis Campos and Christophe Galtier that they will. Key players that they want so basically i would say that players that did not go to japan is out of that will be out or be sold so but you can see that in in that group of players you know you have two central midfielders you have ande arreira and you have an item right so then if you if you take these two out then who are who is left in the in that midfield right you have only you know uh, parades you have uh gay uh you have verati right so it's yeah. a bit
1: and now with India.
0: Mm. Yeah, so four. But, but you know, if you're going to play Champions League, the cups, the League. World Cup year. Yeah, World Cup year and special World Cup year because it will be in November, right? So, again, yeah. different. So, I think that they should look for, for, for a good midfield, central midfield that could actually kind of buy in into what Christophe Garkier wants, right? I mean, the team the, I mean, the, the, the philosophy, right? I, I, so, so, I think... I think that's why renato sanchez was there but i think that i i still feel that th- there will be some player that they will get hopefully I, I don't think they will go for what we call a bling bling player i don't think there will be any superstar i think it will be maybe a season league one player or a young player who's going to be taking on a loan and then we've you know option to buy or something but definitely i feel that we are going to uh to to get at least my best guess is at least I will hope to have at least one central midfielder to basically uh, beef up the midfield because if you let Herrera and Van Aydem go it's a bit light and I think it would be good to have not saying that we should not let the chance to Zaire Emery to play but I'm just saying that I think it would be good to have a bit of competition in the midfield which I think in room is a bit light
1: yeah and 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 i would also say that this season is unlike anything that we have really seen certainly in a recent history because of this world cup being in the middle of the middle of the season so i think it's going to be you have the first part then people are going to be focused on the on the world cup then who is going to win who is going to lose who is going to be disappointed who is going to be injured who is who has not been playing there like like Italians aren't playing there for instance Verratti Donnarumma they need to catch up um, catch up back after the after the after the new year when when we return so so it's going to be very interesting year and I think we can only guess how it's going to go but of these new players, I do like uh, Nordi Mukiele's uh, profile uh, quite a lot. And I think that he could be something, especially now if Skriniar is not coming. He's not as seasoned, of course, but with Ramos being still a little bit of a question mark. And I also don't know, I don't think Ramos had an amazing match yesterday, but his fitness last season was so unreliable that it, it it's if you're gonna play three at the back of course we still have Diallo and kerr and then we have Bitsiapo from the from the young guys so so there are some there's some choices but it, it's 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 it might be good to get get something from there i think also one of the interesting things to me that i've been thinking about now a lot is kalimuendo we, there was the rumors with Skamaka, and there's been rumors with some other strikers. And now Ekitike has come. Of course, we haven't yet seen him playing in our in our shirt, so we don't really know how that's gonna go. But I, I think he's really a great, he's a great promise, and I think he's a, a super talented player. But instead of any Skamaka or, or anything like that, spending a lot of money in in a player to to that kind of position where we already have quite a lot of players. I really think that we should hold on to Kali He showed it in Lance also that he's... Uh,
0: he... And actually today when I, I met him, uh, of course I can speak French. So I was speaking in French next to Danilo. I I, I told him, I said, hey, uh, Kali, are you staying? And he was like, uh, you know, of course he it. Then I, I tapped him and said, hey, we need you. You stay, huh? do the right choice. Huh? Think about that. He was, uh, you know, so he could not say anything. But, you know, I think that that's a question that many fans, including me, have asked because I think now he needs to see do I do I stay uh, to be like the number three or number two subs that comes in is either him or ikadi right to come in, uh, so for sure I think he will get game time. So now it's whether he feels that he should go somewhere else on loan or leave the club and basically get more game time like he had in loss, Or you stay uh, and see because for sure that that I think there are opportunities. So it really depends what what he wants. I think.
1: Yeah, that's a very interesting thing. And, and it's good. I'm glad that you have conveyed this message from all of our behalf, because I would really like to hope for, for him to also stay. He's a very, very promising player. And also what is important is that he's very league on tested player. And and when we get these players from other other leagues and so on and so forth, uh, league on is a little bit different and it's very physical and you never quite know, know how... Um, it's going to work. So it, it, it's it's very good that from the very beginning of the season, and I think there's going to be a lot of rotation. And I think that everybody needs to accept that, including Messi and Neymar and Mbappe and all that stuff, that there's going to be that. And especially if we're going to kind of play with the two striker combination there on the top, then, then it's good to have those players. I've also found it quite interesting during this preseason that when we play with the back three, as now seems to be the plan for this season, Dina Pimbe has actually been very good as a wing back. I know it's not his natural position; that's not he's more, been more like a winger, winger or, or or playing somewhere there in the top part of the midfield. But but I think that he's very fast and he's very good with the ball. So he's he, he's been in this, and I know these are preseason matches; they're not conclusive as such. But but he's been very solid bringing the ball up, up there on, on his side of the pitch and, and as a sort of understudy as a backup for, for, for Hakimi rather than spending money on something like that because I personally think that all the money should be spent on the midfield <laughs> whatever money there is to spend let's, let's spend it more on the midfield um, then, then, then I think that he's a Kind of interesting. I don't know if it's a risk, and also I, it might be that he's in a similar situation with Kalimuendo that he needs minutes, he needs playing time, and he's there's been a lot of rumors about some Bundesliga sides, Leverkusen and Frankfurt, but that's going to be interesting thing to see.
0: Exactly because I think you know, for me, I feel that you know all these are TT. These are from the center of the form, you know, from the from the formation, right? So they mm. they are you know homegrown players, and I think that they should actually hold on to them because they are French, they, they, they train for the club and of course they can help for the quota or whatever. But I think that the club, like you say, I agree with you that rather buying players who are not French or not even from the club, you know, from, from youth, we should keep them. At least keep them. I don't think they are much expensive on salary-wise, so we should keep them. And if they want to stay, they should stay because I think in the past, PSG for me make this mistake. They let too many of those young players to go without a fight or even try to convince them and then look now they they went to Bundesliga and I I think the Bundesliga I'm not sure why but Bundesliga has been getting a lot of those players from league one or from youth team that go to their team and then they they get they're they're given their chance because I guess they they still value that the French uh uh youth team or good good formation good training good discipline and then they, they 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 explode right yeah i think they have many play many let's say ex-psg youth player who went out uh kudos to them and they now became uh you know first team and even end up playing for france and then when you look where they started their career in paris saint germain yeah it's It's really a pity you know it's a
1: yeah 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 musa diapi and christopher kunku are 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 really the 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 prime examples of of that and 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 you know it is what it is but they, when they have gotten those minutes then they have been able to rise to the occasion but then of course this season i think that there should be more minutes available because there's quite a lot of stuff happening and and i would imagine also that when it comes when we start approaching the world cup time neymar doesn't want to get injured Messi doesn't want to get injured. Mbappe doesn't want to get injured. There's like a lot of players who who need to kind of like keep in mind that this is this is the time when they they have to be they have to be on that plane and 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 go to the World Cup. So so it will be interesting to see how how the rotation is gonna go because in the previous years we have really had a lot of problems with the rotation and and one of the things also is because we've been struggling to kill the game. So. If we can get a nice lead, maybe at the sixty minutes we are two, three goals ahead, then that's gonna be completely a different situation that we can we can change those young players and they can get a half an hour here, half an hour next week, maybe twenty minutes, maybe ten minutes, maybe forty five minutes, whatever. But we are able to do that rotation if we are able to be that that effective team and not sort of leave it in the last ten minutes the the decision making. So so I think that's something but if we kind of summarize now you mentioned uh, Warren uh, Sire Emery he's a young player 16 year old fresh under 17 year old uh, European champion with France um together with Pichiapo who is of course also a center back from the youth system so he signed his first professional contract and there was a lot of uh, people lot of the other clubs were after him now Mbappe extension i very much count that in in this uh, this transfer season because it was really like decisive thing. Vitinia, Ekete, they have already come, but the selling, the sales department, that's that's a little lacking behind. There are some rumors, but uh, but how how effective, how good transfer window this is if we are unable to move those players that are not part of galtias plans. Do you think?
0: Well, I think that the reality is that you know it's like this. The economy is like that, right? You want to sell, but who want to buy? right exactly. and the problem is that we have we have those players and uh, Van Eydem and Herrera they all came as free transfers right so for sure their salary is really high so for sure these players I'm sorry to say but they are happy to get to 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 stay and, and earn their salary right because if you can't find a club right you can put them in a youth team you know the other day I saw some instagram picture a uh, photo of uh, of Herrera, right? I don't know whether you saw yeah. that he was actually celebrating the yeah. Piggy right champion, but okay, he's professional, right? But the problem is that as much as PSG wants to, even though we have Viscampo with very good contacts, but if there's not a club who's willing to, to buy him and, and give him the similar or a bit lesser provided here, the player accepts, I'm afraid that this player will not leave and that's how the problem then it seemed what I read in the news is that they will be excluded and, and basically so-called punish them until they leave but but the thing is that I, I I don't see but I think Van Aydem to be honest Van Aydem actually should be able to get a, 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 a team in a premiership I think you know maybe like yeah. Everton or Newcastle because I think for the first place he should never have left Liverpool because I think he had a good season but then he left he opened his mouth and now he used to be a Liverpool legend. I think now he can't get a team back. So I think I'm not. I, I, basically, I don't think for Van Aydel, I think Van Eydem he should be able to get a team in in the Dutch league or in in the Premiership. But I think for Herrera, I saw some rumors for him going to Spain. But I I don't know. So for me, these are players that if they don't make maybe some financial compromise, they might actually be still on our books.
1: I I think that Wijnaldum probably could move on because he started as the captain of the Dutch national team and now he doesn't get selected to the national team and this is a World Cup year. So I would imagine that he could he could possibly go as far as, as as compromise on his salary with another club just to get those minutes, just for him to be able to show, because he wants to play in that World Cup. We were talking earlier how these players are competitive. They want to compete on the highest level. So I think that that for him, that is a huge consideration. But then we have these players like Herrera is not close to being in the Spanish national team. Cursava is not close to being in the French national team. Draxler, I don't know how far he is from being in the uh, German, maybe not even that far, but but, but nevertheless, it seems that he has other considerations and icardi is a is is a kind of like a a, a, a little bit of a blacklisted player i guess in 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 his side so so I think that those players are very difficult to to sell, and it's very true that you're what you're saying because we're always so excited, oh free transfer, we got this player as a free transfer. there's no such thing as a free transfer, yes, you don't okay in that sense that you don't pay the transfer fee to the club where they're coming from, but you Compensate that on giving them a salary that basically makes it very difficult to sell them on almost ever. So, so I think that I think these are the real considerations. And and one of the things that you mentioned earlier there very briefly is the quota and. And that is something I was just looking at that the Champions League quota. So every every team that is competing need to have eight players that are homegrown. So basically, in, in P, for PSG, that means that they need to be from from France, from the from some from some French academy or some French team. They need to come from there. They don't necessarily need to be coming from PSG. But four players need to have played three years in the PSG between the ages of 15 and 21. So we need four of those players. So We have Kipembe. Then I think interesting question, which I don't have the answer for, but Nunman's is he came so young, but he has it. So when when he's 21, he will have played three years in PSG. So I don't even know if he will end up being able to be counted as as one of the, because they don't need to be French players, but they need to have been playing there. So so there are some of these questions. And I think that's also one of the reasons why we need French players like Nordi Mukiele is a good example of that. He would be a good example of of, of like a a homegrown player in that way. But also maybe hold on to Kalimuendo, Dinae Bimbe, and some people like this because we will need to to fill that that uh, that that squad for the Champions League as well. And there are some there are some rules there that need to be obeyed. So I think that's something that that we really need to really need to think about. Before we end, I wanted to ask, now you've been there, you've seen the training session with 15,000 other people, you, you were there at the back stadium, you've met the players, you've seen the formation for ha- first hand. We talked about how you were in a very good angle at the stadium to see how they were lining up and all that. And now now we've been talking about the transfers. What is your expectation and I don't necessarily mean even like specifically what what needs to be won and or how far in the Champions League, but what kind of expectations? Considering that it's a very new system, it's a World Cup year and everything, what would what would be your expectation for the season that is that is ahead of us?
0: I think uh, for the league one, I think we need to be champion. I think that's that's not even a question on the table we should ask. I think then I think for the Champions League, yes, I think there's high expectation that, you know, we we, we should win the champ- champion championship. I think that has been the, the, the target set by the owners and also to all the coach. But I think uh, I think to be very realistic, I think for me, at least getting to the to the to the final, that would be great or semifinal. I think minimum must be a semifinal or champion. Of course, people will say, oh, but it must we must win. it. But I think also we need to be realistic. You know, it's a new coach, new system. Uh, I think hopefully the, uh, you know, uh, Bape, Neymar and Messi can click together and get more minis playing together. I think, yeah. So I think for me, at least, I w- I hope at least that we make to the, we are League One champion and at least make it to the, to the semi-final of, of the uh, Champions League because, you know, once you reach the Champions League, it's actually, it becomes uh, kind of a different kind of game, ball game, right? It's about, you know, okay, now they have removed the away goal, so now it will be different you have two legs still uh there is all about the mind games about how you play do you need to attack on the first leg or defend so really it's a uh, it's it's really different but uh, for me at least uh, uh you know I, I, I think that at least a semi-final, i think would for me at least would be would be, would be of course going to the final and winning that would be bonus but i think for the first season i think that's the my expectation as a fan you know
1: I, I, I really agree with you. I think that also Champions League, it really depends. There's a draw, who you get, who you're playing against and and then the injuries. And especially after the World Cup, it's com- completely uncharted territory now for us. So we will, we will have to wait and see patiently how it's going to go. Are we going to have our best players? Um, with us playing in in, in 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 when those important those really big matches come and and I would add to your list also Coupe de France and then then we're good then then I think that's a good season.
0: Exactly, I think I think locally, I think domestically, we should be there. I think we should be crushing the competition. That's nothing to to mention. And I think yeah, we expect to at least to to win the League One and win the Coupe de France uh, and then Champions League. We need to to but to do that well. But, but as you say again. This season will be a bit like the COVID season. There will be stop and go. So the World Cup is going to, to, to break to break the strife. So, so let's see. And, and hopefully our uh, because we have so many players going to the World Cup. So hopefully when they come back from the World Cup, they are not tired, they are not injured. So at least we can then still make the, you know, the to, to finish the season on a high, which will be quite unusual. But anyway, we we are confident that uh, you know the the new coach will bring his new ideas. The new formation is still work in progress, but I'm sure that that will be, and uh, I'm sure that the players will will have time to to buy into his philosophy or his way of playing. And, and I think that that definitely will will help first because I think he's a proven coach in Ling One, not so much in in the European scene, but I think he has shown. Or when he was with, with lil you know he could do things right so so i think and and yeah so of course surprisingly he, he quit the club when he was champion which i think was for me also was surprised you know why, why you know you will you uh, the, the owners will let uh, your 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 championship coach leave you know so so that was amazing yeah
1: precisely thank you so much Nico for your time. Arigato! Uh, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, it's really much appreciated, and 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 I really want you to also send greetings to the whole Japanese fan club, PSG fan club, and, and all the supporters and fans there. You really have been making us proud, and and it's been really a joy to watch how well you've been re- representing our colors in in a really magnificent way. So thank thank you to all of you guys.
0: Thanks, thanks, Miko. I think on behalf of the uh, PhD fan club Japan, uh, thanks, Miko. Uh, Kito Smiko to the to the whole uh, PSG Helsinki uh, fan club. So hopefully, you know, in the future, who knows? We our, our our members can meet. You know, either in Helsinki or here in Tokyo or in Japan. So that would be great. But anyway, thank you very much, and we keep in touch and uh, and have a nice uh, rest of the week. Thank you very much. Cheers.
1: That's all for now. We have more PSG review next time. My name is Miko. Thank you so much for listening. The tour continues. There are two more matches and we are on a lookout for those as we are also following the transfer news and how they develop. Hopefully soon there will be more to report some actual information and player announcements. It would be good for the players to get in and start finding their place and rhythm on the pitch rather sooner than later let it also be mentioned that psg women have returned back to the training center many key players are still of course in the euros bit by bit they will start coming back depending on how the matches there go and have a small holiday break i'm sure after that but the confirmation of the new coach—that that is something that we're waiting for all leads suggest it will be Gerard pressure which would be really great but we will wait patiently for all things to be announced Thank you so much for your time. We continue in the next episode of PSG Review, but until that, take care and peace.